Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 18, beginning in verse 35. And it shall come to pass that as he was come nigh unto Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. This is the story where Jesus heals blind Bartimaeus. And let me tell you how I'm looking at these, at these passages right now, how I'm looking at this story. Jesus literally, physically healed a blind man named Bartimaeus. Um, but when I look at these stories, God gives us these, these happenings as examples uh, to us. And so when I see a blind man being healed, I associate that with spiritual blindness. And just the way that God interacts with Bartimaeus and, and is the same way that he, he's going to uh, interact with me and in, and in my blindness or the church and its blindness, and uh, we know that we're that there's a, a certain amount of spiritual blindness that uh, that we fall into. I'm thinking in terms of, even in the book of Revelation, the church of Laodicea, Laodicea, uh, the Lord told them that you are pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. And this is after they declare themselves as being in need of nothing. We 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 have we have need of nothing. They think they're fine, and they think they're rich. But the Lord looks at them and says, no, you, you guys are, are pitiful, you're poor, you're blind, and you're naked. And so the Lord gives us stories like this, uh, healing men, healing a man who is physically blind to draw attention to our own spiritual blindness. And so I look at this and I have to cry out to the Lord uh, in the same way that Bartimaeus does. But he comes into Jericho and he finds a certain man sitting by the wayside begging. Um, I think it's David. Well, it is Psalms 34.4, I believe, that says, This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and delivered him uh, from all his sins. And so this represents me. This represents us. This represents the church, even. It says, In hearing the multitude pass by, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passed by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they which were before rebuked him, that he should hold his peace. But he cried so much the more, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Uh, you know, this is what we've got to be about to crying out to God. God have mercy. And the one thing that we know is that God is merciful. Amen. And, and, to, all, and to all who call upon him, he is merciful. And, and we know that his mercy endures forever. And we've got to see ourselves as being in need of, of, of his mercy. Um, you know... This day and time, we're not crying out to the Lord like this. We don't even see ourselves as being in want, in need. You know, uh, we don't see ourselves as in in this condition of being spiritually blind. And, and, and open our eyes, God, help us to see we're missing uh, something. But this man knows that he has a need. He cries out to the Lord. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And the crazy thing about it is, those people that are gathered around him, they try to silence him. They try to silence him, and they rebuked him, and told him to hold his peace. But he, that made him cry out all the more, Oh, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. You know, 
some people think they've got it all figured out. I mean, I, I take it everybody else was was probably, you know, they thought they could see. <laughs> you know, there's verses, uh, you know, in describing uh, why Jesus writes in parables. So he says, because, you know, some hear, but they don't hear. They think they hear, but they're not hearing anything. Uh, some see, but they can't really see. They're not perceiving anything. And so uh, there's a lot of people who walk around uh, thinking they have all the answers and the solutions and the plans, and they've got, they've got it all you know, there's a whole process of things that they go through. They know it's Jesus coming to town. They've heard all the same stories, how he heals and feeds the feeds the multitude and all these kind of things. But my guess is, is that these people are, are trying to guide him in a certain direction. Jesus has come to town, they're following him, and, and they're just trying to guide him down their certain paths and their certain causes and all this. Where you have a guy here who says, I, I, I don't, who can't see anything, and he knows that he's blind, he knows that he can't see anything, and he cries out to God, oh God, have mercy upon upon me. I want to see you, God. I want to see you. I want to see you. And so he cries out uh, the more. Uh, this is what our prayer meetings ought to be like in church. You know, we get together. We need, we need to be, a, there needs to be a plea before God. There needs to be a cry going forth from the heart. Oh God, have mercy on us. We see the condition of the world around us. We see everything that's going on. Yet at the same time, we know the word of God and the promises of God and everything. Uh, and, and we need to cry out, God, what are you up to? Help us to understand. Help us to see. Uh, Lord, use us in your kingdom. Use us, God, for your purposes. Instead of instead of trying to guide God down our agenda or our scheme of things or making it look like the way we think it ought to look and things like that. No, man, we got to just have simple faith, believing and just cry out to God. Oh, God, have mercy on us. And, and what he's asking for, Jesus hears this and. And in verse 40, it says, and Jesus stood and commanded them to. Uh, him to be brought unto him and when he was come near he asked him saying what wilt thou that i shall do unto thee jesus has said things like this before what do you want what do you want me to do for you he 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 put this before other people and he said lord that i may receive my sight i want to see and and this is not some kind of a selfish kind of prayer in the sense that um um you know, I, re I remember like even even like when Solomon said, Lord, that you give me wisdom. And the Lord said, God told him, said, you know, because you didn't ask for riches and things like this, I'll give you the wisdom that you ask for. That's so blessed God that he asked for something like wisdom. I'll give you wisdom plus, you know, everything else you didn't ask for. We come before the Lord with a cut that I may see. You know, we recognized something here. You know, we can we can discern a lot of things. We can see a lot of things, but some things just don't make a whole heck of a lot of sense to us. But God, we want to see Your hand at work. We want to see Your hand moving. And not everybody can can see this. They rebuke the man for crying out for for his sight. He wants to see the workings of God. He wants to see Him 
He wants to see, have, know of his mercy and everything. I know there's been times I've tried to point people to the Lord. Be a desperate situation. It might be a, it might be a, something where someone is terminal or whatever. And it breaks my heart because sometimes I'll try to point people to the Lord and they'll be sitting there saying, well, prayer ain't going to do anything. That's the response. If prayer was going to do something, something would have happened a long time ago. This is blinded, blinded. I see sometimes I see believers even who, you know, they 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 think that they're disappointed in God. Well, well how, how come God never answers my prayers? You know, they like accusing God of something. And God may be doing all kinds of miracles and things around them. But they can't see it. They they missed it because it's all inwardly focused and, and everything. So I know the way that God answers this prayer right here. This guy is crying out for mercy, God, that I may receive my sight. But the purpose is, Lord, you know, that I can be free to serve you uh, and, and uh, point others to you. <laughs> God's going to use this man. I know he's going to use this man. I don't know to what extent, but his... I take it that his prayer here is not a selfish kind of prayer, but this is something where God, you know, uh, can 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 show his uh, his ability, his power, his strength uh, through this man. And this man is driven just by faith, you know, not by some kind of selfish ambition or selfish desire. He's just driven by by faith. God, I want to see your your workings. I want to see you. And so. He said, What wilt thou shall I do for thee? And he saith, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight. Thy faith hath saved thee. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise unto God. A lot of times the miracles and everything that happened around us, um, not necessarily for our benefit, but for the benefit of those that are around us. People will see the miracle that has taken place and they give praise un, unto God. And uh, uh, this, this, this is why the Lord, it, it kind of like validates everything that he's doing. It kind of like validates the things that he's saying and things. But People see the miracle that is taking place and they praise God. But but notice here it says, And immediately he received his sight and followed him. Um, if you turn back just to like 10 chapters to Luke chapter 9 verse 23, there's a there's that whole, uh, what it, those verses, it, and it has to do with the essentials of discipleship, where he says, in order to be my disciple, let me read it to you. It says in, nine, in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, it says, And he said unto them, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That's the essentials of discipleship right there. A lot of Christians are, are not to the point of following Jesus. Now this man, he says, he, he told him, and he received his sight, and he said, And follow him. And so immediately he received his sight and he followed him. Man, there's something between the seeing and the following of Jesus. It's the servants that see Jesus. It's the servants that see the miracles take place. If you remember the story when Jesus turned the water into wine, even I think of that all the time. 
Who saw the miracle but the servants, the one who were instructed to put the water into the water pots? The governor did not see the miracle take place. The, the attendants of the wedding did not see uh, the miracle take place. Only the servants that some. So those who are obedient and, and follow him, they are the ones whose eyes uh, are have becomes open. It's in the following. It's in the fellowship. You know, but we never get to the fellowship until we first deny ourselves, and then after we deny ourselves, we take up the cross, and then and only then can we follow him. You can't follow Jesus until you first deny yourself. That's the that's just the honest truth, uh, right there. And so it's the followers of Jesus. The following is the eye salve that is required to see you you remember i brought up that revelation that church in laodicea earlier where he said buy from me these things faith tried by fire white raiment and an eye salve that you may see and the eye salve is the following of jesus when you begin to follow jesus things open up your vision becomes clear your eyes open and you see things that nobody else can see and you'll sit there and wonder why can't anybody else see this you know but he the, the lord spoke to him and, and he says your faith has made you has saved you and immediately he picked up he, his mat he, no, that's a whole different story <laughs> immediately he received his sight and followed him and people look at this and they marvel at it um, I like that word immediately. There, there's, there's a, there's something about this is that once you get to that point where you can see this, and you can cry out, Lord, have mercy upon me. Help me to see. I want to see your hand at work. I want to see what you're doing. I want to, I want to, I want to know you, God. I want to know you to this. I just don't want to see with my natural eyes, but give me that ability to see in the spiritual. Help me to see and believe by faith. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pray right now, and I'm gonna pray that that immediately this kind of sight will come to you, and you will get up, and you will move and begin to follow after Jesus, that your eyes will be completely open. All right, Lord, you've heard our plea. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy, O oh God. Help us to acknowledge, Lord, that uh, we need our sight. We need sight, not just our natural sight. We need spiritual sight, the kind of sight that comes just by believing by faith and following you, Lord, uh, believing by faith. Open up blind eyes. Open the eyes of the church, Lord. Open blind eyes in the church before it's too late, God. Uh, get us up and, and moving again. So open our eyes. Help us to see. Help us to see your hand at work. We believe, praying, in the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs> and immediately may your eyes be opened.